Hi all, this is TK and you're listening to the podcast RVE for the HSP. RVE, RV Empath, me, HSP, you, highly sensitive peeps. Welcome. It is Wednesday, July 22nd, 2020. So uh, that's a lot of twos. If you're into numerology, which is a really cool subject as well, it is 2222. And, um, you know, all the numbers, when they come together like that, have meanings. Oh, heck, let's just look it up <laughs> right out of the gate, because <laughs> I'm not really sure, um, you know, the meaning of it. But I have been fascinated with the topic for some time, and I figured out my life number and my destiny number, and unfortunately, I don't remember like which is which, <laughs> but one is 11 and one is 22, and those are master numbers, which are pretty powerful. And I'm not surprised. Let's just say that. Okay. Um, doo, doo, doo. Let's see what we come up with with 2222. Two, two, two. Uh, it's a message to keep the faith trust that everything will work out yes um, this number is to give you faith especially when you are going through something that's particularly tough and challenging hello year 2020 it's hard to hold on to your faith when the odds are against you yeah that's true it's hard but in some ways it's also easy because I have lived through enough pain and trauma and drama that I can sit here and tell you now if I did not have faith in God universal energy I don't know where I'd be I mean I I have always had that thank God <laughs> thank you God because um, it's so important to have that connection and to know that we're not alone we are not alone whether you're aware of it or not you know there is God God energy universal energy God being shorthand for good um, there are loved ones on the other side supporting you I mean so just because we're not aware of it doesn't mean it's not there number one but it's good to be aware of it because then then you heal in ways that um, you didn't have access to before. And so there's that, but there's also you're not alone because we are here together in community. There's, um, there's sort of like, what's the word? The collective, collective healing. So yay, it's all good. And so, yes, it's so important to keep on keeping on, continue healing ourselves, our muck and yuck, um, continue striving every day in every way to remain calm and balanced. And yes, we can just get that out of the way uh, from the get-go. So... I am feeling better. I think it has a lot to do with the sun having moved into Leo. Happy birthday, Leos. I'm feeling overall more peppy today. 
Yesterday was kind of hard, so I would not be surprised if you were or still are dealing with frustrating energies because the square between Mercury and Cancer and Chiron retrograde conjunct Mars and Aries just just happened yesterday. So there will be some lingering energies and effects having to do with that. But it's it's okay. Remember that. And if you need to rest, if you need to take a time out, if you need to just you know, go under the blankets for a while <laughs> and nurture yourself, that's okay. That is part of it. You know, as part of my healing, I lived on the couch for I don't even know how long, <laughs> like years. I mean, like, I just took a time out and, and focused on myself and drank a lot of tea and spent time with my cat and sat in sunbeams and gazed at the sky and watched supportive healing movies and read supportive healing information and that helped me heal so whatever helps you heal do it okay um you know I did want to again kind of go with this theme of the week starting from last Friday's podcast. If you didn't listen to it, go ahead and give it a listen. Um, that would have been from July 17th. And it's sort of this breath of life theme that's happening um, in 2020, certainly, and this whole worldwide uh, societal revolution on many levels to right certain wrongs to um, heal and change certain injustices on many levels uh, but it is very interesting because I myself have experienced several close calls with death and dying having to do with the breath um, you know a lot of highly sensitives and a lot of empaths experience what they call NDEs near-death experiences and I think when one gets to a certain age it can be a fairly common thing because we all have close calls when it comes to accidents um, and other scenarios such as that, you know, it runs the gamut. But with me, specifically, it had to do with breath. And I don't think I'm going to go into details today. But one had to do with a guy in college who had a crush on me, like, obsessively. I think and I uh, rejected him and unfortunately at that time in my life I was drinking a lot and I was very blunt I was overly blunt with people because I was such an empath I didn't know how to deal with all my emotions so I shut them down 
and so at times I think I could be cruel which I'm am sorry for now and I've actually expressed energetically apologies to this guy even though he threatened my life isn't that odd I mean odd not odd you know what I mean it's interestingly um, ironic in some ways I don't know whatever that's not the point the point is I did kind of express uh, not kind of I did you know surround it all with healing uh, light love and energy for the highest good of all and and did ho'oponopono for the situation because it when someone gets to that point where they lose control like that it comes from a place of so much pain oh my gosh and you know if I cause that pain in another then I am sorry for it for my part in wounding another but at any rate um so I was saying I wasn't interested in this guy we were in my dorm room and he uh, took a gooseneck lamp the curved kind um, with that curved neck that you could reposition around and placed that I was lying on my bed at the time and he was sitting there and he placed that around my neck and he actually said something like I could kill you right now or something along those words and um, interestingly enough I didn't feel concerned I don't know why I'm going into more detail than I planned but at any rate um, I in that moment I didn't feel fear and my uh, roommate came in to the room at that point and saw immediately what was happening because um, it's a small dorm room and freaked the F out she was like get out of here and just yelling and kicked him out and said what you know just aggressive you know and um so that nipped whatever situation was on the cusp of happening nipped it all in the bud and switched up the energy immediately and um thank god for that thank you god universal energy you know it's it's interesting when you when you look at your life in certain ways it can be very plain how we are uh, blessed and protected in certain ways um at any rate that's one the second one is i had um a um What's the word I'm looking for? It's like an infection, but it wasn't a sexually transmitted disease. It was just like a, it's like a, a yeast imbalance uh, in my vagina. Sorry if this is <laughs> too much information, TMI. But at one point in my 20s, it has to do with like an imbalance or something. But you have to take medication for it. So, um... It was, uh, I was taking, oh yeah, I think it was called bacterial vaginosis is what I had. So I had to take some sort of like horse pill 
and I was taking it one evening and I was at my boyfriend's house where I might have been living there at the time I went through this very painful period where I actually lived with a boyfriend in the house of his mother and grandmother in like a separate room upstairs this small like closet of a room that um, I would actually occupy when we were like fighting but for the most part I stayed with him in his room upstairs but it was just a painful weird time I don't know gosh when when we're younger we just live through so much BS don't we anyway so he was in the downstairs kitchen with me and um, and I took this pill and I started choking now when you choke like that it is immediate it is an immediate loss of air I could not breathe if you paid me all the money in the world it was like just air cut off immediately what is interesting about the situation is that my mind immediately started to panic as well so air cut off mind starts panicking if I had been by myself I in no way shape or form would have thought to give myself the Heimlich even though I'm in a kitchen there are counters there there's a chair that had a railing at about the right height of sticking it into my belly no frigging way would I have thought of giving myself the Heimlich so as it was I'm there looking at my former boyfriend and kind of trying to communicate that I can't breathe now I could see the humor in this almost right away because it was like something out of a movie he was just like huh what yeah okay well when are you you know what's going on and <laughs> completely not understanding what is happening I also didn't remember to do any sort of like X shape with my arms you know they say to do that when you're choking or to hold your throat I, I was just panicking and clueless and I could not communicate anything to him so I saw a pad of paper on the uh, table and I went with a pen and I picked it up and I started to write out I can't breathe but I could not write I could not function enough to write so here I am doing this freaking weird ass scribble on this pad and it was like someone's worst nightmare and meanwhile he's just going what what's wrong with you now <laughs> like you've been acting weird all day what's going on you know like that kind of thing so finally finally he understands that I can't breathe and he takes me over to the sink and he does the Heimlich and this horse pill that I had taken I don't know how many seconds earlier felt like an eternity um, it was f fully formed before and it came up snapped in two into the sink isn't that interesting and I didn't throw up or anything I just the pill came up as far as I remember that's how I remember it snapped in two and that is my experience 
with choking. Um, so I'm very grateful that I was able to get the help that I needed because otherwise I'm, I'm pretty positive I would have died if left to my own devices. Certainly now, if it were to happen again, I think I would know what to do and how to do it, um, having lived through it before. But many don't get that opportunity if one is alone the first time around. At any rate, the third time was fairly recently when I was getting chemo. I had a bad reaction to um, the second chemo that I had. And sometimes this thing can happen that affects um, people's ability to breathe. Sometimes there are like bad reactions that can happen. And the uh, nurses that are there to administer the chemo are, you know, aware of what can happen and they're ready for it. And for me, it's, it's, I think, extremely rare that it gets as bad as it did with me. But I'm a highly sensitive person and I um, knew that going in and I kind of warned them all. And I'm not surprised that it happened. But at any rate, um, during my second time, I could feel that pressure. I kind of experienced the, it the first time, this pressure with my lungs. And they were able to, um, you know, they stopped the chemo and they administered certain things to, to help prevent me from, um, you know, to help my situation and has to do with the steroids and who knows what else. Anyway, this time I could kind of feel that something was happening again. And I said, uh, I said, where's, where's my nurse to these other two nurse, nurses who were working nearby? They were working on a computer. And they said, oh, she's across the room. Do you want us to get her? And I said, I said, yeah, th or yeah, probably or something. I was like kind of vague about it. And then it happened like quick. And I said, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I don't know if I said it twice, but I know the following I did say twice. I said, it's bad. It's bad. And then whoosh, it was like a light switch went out and um, my eyes closed, everything. If I had a total and complete, I went into anaphylactic shock. And if they hadn't have been there, they jumped into action, of course, and got me oxygen and um, took me off the drip and administered what was necessary to help get me through the episode and all of my systems went into shock at once um, my skin my eyes my um, stomach I had this pain in my stomach um, my breath my lungs everything I don't I forget the four systems of the body now that relates to all that stuff but um everything just went into extreme shock all at once and I just remember saying that it's bad it's bad I can't breathe I can't breathe and you know I just want to mention that's why it's also so offensive when people say when people say they can't breathe it's 
good to believe them <laughs> because I, the body finds a way to communicate when the body is struggling. Um, so it can be, it, I, I find it very, very offensive when people imply that if you have enough air to say it, then you can breathe. No, no, I've lived it personally. No, <laughs> that's not true. So, um, so yeah, I'm very, very lucky in many respects because um, I had a whole team of nurses that jumped to action around me and brought me through that episode. And I did a lot of research afterwards and um, there could have been different ways that we could have proceeded at that point when it came to chemo in terms of trying like a different concoction or doing a really slow drip. And I just made my case that I think I, I, I had enough and I didn't want to um, risk it anymore. And uh, my oncologist looked at all the information and agreed. So thank F for that. And thank you. Thank you. God, universal energy. Because, um, you know, it's, I am very grateful to be sitting here alive and living toward my best life today. So at some point, maybe later, I'll go into these stories more. But those are three separate near-death experiences that I had that all have to do with breathing and the breath of life. And I wanted to share that with you. Wow. It's a long podcast today, it looks like. Anyway, um, today do some breathing and meditating and calming of the mind yourself to help lower your inner thermostat. Because remember, peeps, the more we heal, the more the world heals. We heal ourselves, we heal the world. Uh, okay. So yay, sun is in Leo. And what else is going on? Do, do, do. The Mercury is sextile Uranus. So you could have epiphanies. Be open to ideas today and change and how you want to move forward. And your mind is about like what you learn and how you communicate and what you communicate. Um, so Uranus is in Taurus, which has to do with our money. and But it has to do with our values. I think how one makes money it's really important to link up with personal morals and values because um there's so much corruption that can be made available to people i mean um it's certainly out there if you want to go that way personally i never have i think living clear and living with a clear conscience and living our as best we can according to having uh, good morals is so important now more than ever um, and as we have seen this is a time where certain you know rot and muck and yuck and corruption is all being exposed so uh, do our best to live in the best way we can and that means 
living our highest values in how we make money and share money and what we do in the world. And, you know, not all of us have the capability of um, necessarily, you know, of living our dreams right away, but maybe now, maybe stay open to it. I mean, now is the time where we are really figuring out who we are and how we want to be in the world as we move forward, living our best lives. I mean, now more than ever is the time to kind of look for what you really want to do as a career, as a way to make money. Um, if you're not happy with this, with whatever job that you're doing, but I just want to speak to many people work, you know, nine to five jobs, doing something that's satisfactory in terms of bringing in a wage to keep a roof over their head and pay for their family themselves and their family. And if that's the case, then certainly outside of work is a time to really, you know, move toward what lights you up? Um, what do you love? What is healing? Um, you know, develop some sort of hobby for yourself that really excites you. So it's an individual thing, like how we shape our lives. But it's important that we do shape our lives consciously. All right. Um, so yeah, let's focus on these energies for now, Mercury, Uranus, the sun in Leo, and have a little fun. Um, look for laughter. Okay, it's going to be okay. But it's important that we um, what's what do I want to leave you with? I want to leave you with the importance of maintaining um, an ability to lower our stress, an ability to calm ourselves. So daily maintenance in terms of keeping ourselves calm and balanced is important. Okay, with that, I'm going to move to cards. I use the Osho Zen Tarot. I'm going to um, bless and ground them now in energy for the highest good of all most benevolent outcome for all and do conscious breathing as I'm doing it. And as always, I encourage you to do it along with me. Okay, I'll be back. Thanks so much. Okay. Guidance cards for today. Please flip the cards out entirely. Guidance cards for listeners. Or card. Singular. Patience. <laughs> okay, 
Ooh, we have um, uh, Justice, I think is what it's called. And it's number 11 in the Major Arcana, and it's titled Breakthrough in the Osho Zentero. And it's a great card of someone like busting through a wall or a border or an obstacle or barrier, whatever it is. And they're like, arms are up in victory. And it's like, wow, it's a very energetically, you know, profound picture there. So it's, uh, yeah, let's, you know, it's justice. I mean, righting wrongs and, um, Right now, we're, we are in a huge time of karmic cycles closing out as well. So, let me look up. Do, 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 do. I restarted my computer, so I have to get settled here again <laughs> with the website. Okay. Do, do, do. All right, let us look it up. Baby. We have, oh, you know, in looking it up, I actually clicked on the strength card. Um, so there's, you know, it's not by accident. So remember, have courage and we have the inner strength to get through this all, you know. Even when you think you don't, then that's even more of a time to connect with God, universal energy. Prayer is so important and prayer um works uh okay so justice responsibility decision cause and effect um acting on ethical principles i was just talking about morals and values before being involved in legal concerns committing to honesty seeking equality trying to do what is right absolutely setting old accounts and debts Acknowledging the truth, handling a situation, doing what needs to be done, weighing all sides of an issue, balancing all factors, determining right action, accepting the results you created, seeing how you chose your situation, recognizing the action of karma, making connections between events. Uh, okay. Justice reminds us that there is divine balance. Absolutely. It, it writes us, it writes itself. The karmic imbalances, okay? Um, the action of karma, cause and effect. Universal order. Um, in readings, justice often appears when you're concerned with doing what is right or making sure you receive your due. This card can also appear when you are feeling the impact of a past mistake or good deed. It's a signal sometimes to do what needs to be done. A time when responsibilities must be accepted, accounts settled. The past will continue to haunt you if you do not recognize your mistakes and make amends for them. Weigh matters carefully and perhaps make important decisions about your future course. Okay. Um, 
And remember, forgiveness is a huge thing right now too. And making amends can be, um, there are different ways of doing that. And there are, there are people available as resources. There's ways to address and bring in forgiveness in your own life. I mean, forgiveness is a huge topic and there are many teachers and healers and um, people out there who can help with that particular topic. So forgiving ourselves is a huge one. All right, we have six of pentacles. And that's basically I can't say the word, uh, but it's giving and receiving. Reciprocity. That's what I was trying to say. Uh, But Six of Pentacles is being in a good place uh, financially as well. Pentacles has to do with our money. And being able to sort of um, give and receive in that way. I look forward to that. I look forward to being in a place where I have enough money to, um, uh, to give more of it away. And to support causes that I believe in. And maybe, you know, wouldn't that be great to start start a non-profit or something one day but I love the idea of of giving and tithing is so important you know that idea of tithing it's like all the money that comes in you take a certain percentage of it and uh, give it to a cause of your choice give it away to charity charitable um, philanthropic Um, companies and things and people all right let's see what else there is to say Um, so it also refers to it can not being in a place of like that but I don't know I don't really see that I see that more as being five of pentacles so certainly that's that's lack Six of Pentacles is having it, but it's resources, knowledge, power. So giving, receiving, taking care of and being taken care of, supporting, being supported, offering or receiving a gift, uh, teaching, learning. So it's like both sides of the coin. Ha ha ha, Pentacles. (laughs) But so it's becoming a mentor or finding a mentor offering advice or taking advice showing someone information or being shown information Um, leading or following uh, doing all the talking versus listening so it's like you know both sides of the coin like I said in terms of resources knowledge and power um do 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 But okay, let's see let's see what else there's to say. Uh before I move on, let's it says the six of pentacles asks you to look very deeply into the whole issue of what having really means, both material materially in terms of resources and and immaterially. In terms of knowledge, power, and love. Mm. 
Ooh. On this card, a well-to-do gentleman is tossing a few coins to a beggar while another waits to the side. The giver holds the scales of justice. Very interesting. We just had the card justice. As if claiming the right to decide who deserves blessings and who does not. In this picture, we see both sides. What it means to give and to receive. To dominate and to submit. To be on top and to be on the bottom. It seems clear who has and who hasn't. But is it? Life is not that simple. And how quickly fortunes change. Woo! Ain't that the truth, baby? I have been through both, personally. Um, any final cards for today? And then I will sign off. But living through both of those, you really realize. And you know... It, People don't need a whole lot of money. I don't under understand these people who basically, as far as I'm concerned, sell their souls for to get in these corrupt schemes for millions of dollars. It's like I've learned, learned to live on very little and um, am quite happy. Thank you very much. So um, having all this money but having a rotten soul, it's not worth it to me, dude. <laughs> All right, and we have the um, Queen of Swords. Ha ha ha, Queen of Swords is badass. Queen of Swords, this is truth. It's titled Morality. I just realized that. <laughs> In the Osho Zen Tarot, it's titled Morality. It is living by our truth and values and making logic and clear-headed logical and clear-headed decisions based on that I mean queen of swords ain't putting up with no guff she is cutting off people who don't you know um, who no longer affect her in a positive way you know it's important that we surround ourselves with healthy loving um, kind supportive people and there's a lot of people who are in pain and codependent and and um just stuck in muck and yuck and it's it's like we uh, it's so important to do what we can send them the very best in terms of healing and working through stuff but at some point it's like we have to remove ourselves from the situation because we can't be dragged down um, and Queen of Swords is kind of like you know cutting out of our lives what is no longer working for us and there's that expression what no longer serves you which is so interesting because the Queen you know is a royal figure part of the the royal uh, arcana but yeah what no longer serves us we remove not in a way where we wish anyone harm. Quite the opposite. Um, we wish everyone their highest good. Um, but we also do what is necessary to support our highest goods. And uh, the card that flipped over next is the Knight of Swords. Which is titled Fighting in the Osho Zen. But knights deliver messages and swords is about the mind. Oh, we must remember that. I don't think this has to do with 
with the uh, message of, of fighting per se, except to remove ourselves <laughs> from um, that energy, perhaps. Let's see. This podcast is just going on and on, huh? Um, Queen of Swords, honest, astute, forthright, witty, experienced. Knight of Swords, direct, blunt, uh, knowledgeable, logical, unfeeling. Um, okay, all right, I'm not sure what else to to say to that um, because it is important also to be tuned into our hearts and our emotions but perhaps not let them guide us ooh and the last the bottom of the card is three of pentacles titled guidance I just got goosebumps so this is where I'm going to end the reading now the this card in the Osho Zen deck is beautiful because it features an angel and beautiful rainbow colors and so it's a reminder to look ask for guidance from God universal energy and and look for it because it it comes it's there love and guidance is there for us on all levels and three of pentacles is is working working hard in developing new skills but it also has to do with groups I think three of of pentacles comes before like the eight of pentacles Um, so it's really about like developing ourselves and working on ourselves perhaps in a group let's see what else there's to say but I think really more than anything it's the angelic it's the guidance um, title of the card in the picture that I'm taking more than the traditional Rider weight, but traditional Rider weight meaning is teamwork, planning, and competence. Yay! Uh, cooperating, combining efforts, um, following a schedule, organizing resources, being prepared, getting the job done, meeting your goals. Yeah, it's all good stuff. So, breakthrough, compromise, morality, fighting, guidance. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Well, um, love it. <laughs> I think you all will see, I think there's something more here that you all will see in as individuals that I'm not picking up yet but you know oftentimes things come to me after I stop recording (laughs) so tomorrow I'll probably be like oh this is what I realized blah 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 but with that I'm gonna leave you what is it like 45 minutes my word 43 so thank you so much for listening to these podcasts and um, there's affirmation bear and astrology bear on Alexa through Amazon Look it up and enable it. It's cool stuff. And there's more cool stuff coming. I appreciate you. And as always, I send you love and peace and wish you to be safe and well. Thanks so much. Mwah.